Hola, Ninos. On this episode of Let's Talk Netflix, we're looking at a documentary that recently came out on Netflix called, um, it's a limited documentary called uh, Cocaine Cowboys, uh, The Kings of Miami. We're talking about real, real drug lords. We're talking about Sal Magluda and L- Willie Falcon. True drug lords, true drug kingpins, these dudes run, ruled the drug cartel in the 1980s in Miami, Los Angeles, Florida. They were phenomenal. They did all the things that needed to be done. They were the best drug lorders, best drug looters. They did, they run a family business. Okay, enough with the chitty chatty weird communicado thing I was doing. When you're talking about Louis, Willie, and Sal, you're talking about two of the greatest drug dealers of all time. These dudes, how do you become a drug dealer? They weren't like Tony Montana from the movies who did all the crimes and all the killings and all of that. No, they paid off everybody. They paid off the local church, the school boss, the guy who, who painted the school neighborhood, the guy who did that. They did everything for the people and the people loved them. They were phenomenal. The streets loved them. The world loved them. And they were phenomenal. These guys were making close to a million dollars, US dollars a fucking month. That's how great these guys were. They, they contrib- distributed drugs from Colombia by boat, speedboat, airplane, truck, bloody buses. They did everything. They were phenomenal. And that's how you do drug business. You know, when I saw this, <laughs> you know, sometimes I do that, ladies and gentlemen. I be watching something and after watching it a while, I start speaking like the people. <laughs> I guess it's, it's a, you know, it's something I have that's, you know, defective or faulty with me. I don't know. Anyway, when we're talking about this series, we're talking about a great ass series in my personal opinion. It's a limited series about six six episodes if I'm not mistaken about Sal Magluda and Willie Falcon these guys were champion speed boaters champion speed racers speedboat racers these guys were drug drug lords kingpins they started off as high school dropouts who were best friends at the time and they they run a business of the drug cartel of Miami. And they, they, they started small and they grew big until they were unstoppable. They were unstoppable to the point where they got arrested with different names and they escaped, they, they skipped town. You know, they have, they had various passports. And I think most movies you see in Hollywood about drug cartels and everybody else, they're probably about them. I'm telling you, they're probably inspired by that. It's apparently one of the biggest drug cases in Miami. And in the series, Pitbull, the great Colombian king of Miami, (laughs) sings the opening song, theme song about, you know, the drug cartels and and the drugs, cocaine and everything. And when you talk about Sal Magluder and 
Louis Falcon. You're talking about two of the greatest of all time. And my personal Sal truly influenced the the culture of Miami. The party lifestyle that you see in Miami at the current moment, the drugs, the the overnight party, the lounges, the everything. It's probably because of Louis. Of Willie Falcon and Sal Magluder. Fa Sa Sal and Willie. Magluder and Fal. Two childhood best friends turned speedboat champions, turned drug lords, turns the king of Miami. The king of the party life. These guys did everything that made Miami what it is. They embodied the history of Miami. What Miami is today, it's probably because of Sal and Willie. They turned Miami into a party haven, a druggie's paradise. That's what they did. Before Sal and Louis showed up, you could only get drugs in LA or in New York. But they so Sal Magluder and Willie Falcone, you know, go on to be the kingpins of Miami. And they get this trial. You know, they do their drug experts and their exploits, rather, in the 80s. In the 80s, throughout the 1990s, 19, 1980s and, 19, and 1990s. And they end up going to trial in 95. Of course, the trial that they get acquitted for. They get acquitted on about 11 charges that the police or the government was putting against them. Apparently, they had bribed a jury. And bribing a jury that helps them win the case. Because the jury ended up being bribed about close to $500,000. And the jury was, you know, was given the task to abrogate or piss off or infuriate other jurors by making them well aware that the case could go on forever. And he was like, apparently he was like, I have a plenty of time. I can take whatever time and period it takes to finish this case. And apparently some of the juries had, you know, had relatives and, and family members who had terminal illness, illnesses and they needed to take care of them and stuff. And with this guy saying that he doesn't care, the case could go for 30 years if it must. He will do his job. He will do his job diligently. So other jurors, apparently they had a stalemate and the other jurors were like, you know, a stalemate in between. And they were like, eh. So they, they caved into the pressure of this guy saying that he has so much time that even if it took years, he will be there to do his job. You no. Know? And, and Sal and, uh, Willie get acquitted. Sal stays behind in jail because he's got a few previous charges like a gun charge and earlier drug charges that have no affiliation to his charge of being a kingpin that he was charged with around 70 tons of cocaine and narcotics with drugs worth and estates worth over two billion silent really they were the biggest kingpins or the biggest kingpin court case in the history of the american justice system and and the justice system lost that case with sal being acquitted of 13 counts not guilty all 13 and sal goes out you know he goes out out of, out of jail he's a free man and Sal continues to do his lavish life and stuff like that. 
because that's the thing that best did up for him. And for that being said, it was a big, big reckoning that, you know, they should have retired earlier. And this goes down to be one of the biggest cases of all time that it turned out and it turned Miami into the primates of drug cartel from Colombia uh, to, to, to Miami. And, and that in itself made the whole thing a spectacle, made it everything that every lawyer, judge or anyone with the brain would love to be part of. And, and that in itself made it a brilliant factor in the sense that it made things awesome. And it being awesome in that nature, everyone, every judge, every attorney wanted to be part of that case. Because it would make you a star if you won that case. And of course, I guess the defendants or the, the, the lawyer that defended Sal felt some type of way when they discovered that, uh, you know, the jury was bribed. And jury being bribed means that they didn't win the case. And in the documentary, one of the lawyers says... No lawyer wants to go down in history as, you know, having won a case and it turns out that there was a bribe. You want to win on your own merits. You want to be victorious because of your skill, because you got, you know, your your client off because of your skills and lack of evidence or your argument style or the way you presented the case to the jury that they felt compelled to release your client, set them free, to get them acquitted for all charges. But it feels different when the jury is being bribed. And this is just, it's a very addictive, very brilliant documentary. Netflix picked this up and they did well. I would love to see like a live action series of this that Netflix picks up. You know, something that's going to act out all the events. All the way to the trial. I want it to begin in the high school years. And, and, and them starting the drug business. And them doing it all the way. Until they. You know. That will be brilliant. Until where they are now. You know. You know Oprah Winfrey had that thing. Where, where it says. Where are they now. I would love for Netflix to pick up. You know. Like a live. Sort of. Series. Not a documentary like a, you know, true crime series. It would be brilliant in my personal opinion. And I hopefully Netflix is underworked with that and it's working with. It. I understand there's been previous documentaries of this thing. I think there's even been a movie. Doesn't matter. What I want is a series, maybe two, three seasons of this. Cause this seems like a long ass story. I could, I possibly see five seasons with 12 episodes, even eight episodes a season and it going even five episodes is enough with with an episode lasting maybe an hour or two hours i would watch it i would watch it i would go to the cinema and watch it. that's how much i fell in love with the story it's brilliant i even you know try to read upon it a little more and i i don't know and the beauty part of this this trial took place around the oj simpson saga you know, where OJ was acquitted because, oh, if the glove does not fit this, the crime does something like that. Whatever that guy said. So, basically, the American justice system lost OJ's case. And then, months after, they lost Sal and Willie's case. Of course, with Willie, there were bribes. But you can plainly see these guys are guilty. 
And you could plainly see that OJ was guilty. But that's not my opinion to say. I could say he was guilty, but that's not what about the show is about today. That's a different matter, it's a different story. But the fact of the matter today is we're talking about Sal Magluga and Willie Falcone. Or Augustos Falcone. Either way, this for me was probably the trial of the century in the cartel business, in the drug business. Of course, there's been great trials over the centuries that you could say, oh, this is the trial of the history. Which ones? Or you could say O.J. Simpson. You could say the Sal McGluger. You could say uh, Sal and Willie McGluger case. You could even say the Oscar Pistorius case. You could even say the, 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 the um, what's this guy's name? The comedian. This guy, um, what's his name? Bill Cosby. You could even say his trial could be part of the trial of the century. I know he was acquitted, I think, of his cases. I don't know. I'm not even sure about that. But all I'm saying is, in the drug business, I think for me, this is the trial of the century. True, true college, high school, I mean, true homies, true best friends, you know, that didn't work a day in their life, move up to stardom in Hollywood, in the Hollywood, New York, hmm? Hollywood, New York, the drug business. They take that and, and take Miami to catastrophic levels. And by doing so, they change everything. They change history. They change the nightlife of Miami, the nightclub life of Miami. By doing so, they revolutionize everything. They make the party life party life happen and they partied to their days and they were awesome at it they partied and partied and partied and it's just amazing it's, a, it's an amazing story in my personal opinion two guys never went to college they they, they balance they they run the cartel business the drug business like a, a legitimate a legitimate business and they've got book ledgers accounting everything everything and the law enforcement couldn't even penetrate them to the force because they did it. They made it a family business. You know, somebody had to die and all the evidence, apparently a lawyer of theirs died. And when he died, uh, the, the law enforcement managed to seize everything that he had in his office. And he had some documentation that showed evidence of book ledgers and transfers between offshore accounts and and accounts throughout everyone who was involved in the Magluda Falcone organization. And, and that that basically was the domino effect of the whole organization. Of course, they were slippery. They tried to be slippery. You know, Sal and Sal was he thought he was invisible. You know, the, the law can't catch me. I'm a king. And Sal and Willie thought they were the invisibles. They were the kings of the drug business. And maybe they were. And with that being said, in my personal opinion, these guys were the pinnacle of success in the drug business. And I got to say with that, that's just amazing stuff. In my personal opinion, they were phenomenal. Phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So... After two decades, these guys being chased, hunted by the police, they're finally caught. They finally served their time. And Sal, Sal Magluder serves, he's handed 
a life bloody fucking sentence. And Willie Falcone gets slapped in the rest 20 years and he's released in 20, in 2017, I believe. And then he's, 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 you know, he's shipped off to the dynamic Republic and, you know, whereabouts currently unknown. But he gets a slap in the wrist. He's a free man. Sal Magluder is handed a 200 and 204 years life sentence after being in his in own individual case after pleading not guilty to everything and succeeding in everything he finally does it you know he's finally arrested and sentenced to a whole bunch of years for he's not even charged for for murder and the other uh, other cases he's charged for money laundering for paying his lawyers with seven checks the justice system basically charged him with everything but you know, shadowed it or umbrellaed it under a charge of money laundering and obstruction of justice. In my personal opinion, totally unfair, but it is what it is. You can't get away forever. You can be a king for a long time, but sometime the world catches up to you. And that's what happened to Sal, Sal Magluder and, the, you know, the law enforcement caught up to him and that was it for him. And Louis Falcon served his time and he's a free man. Just like every other person was there who didn't get shot or killed by Sal Magluder. You know, it was never approved by, by the justice system. But, you know, they say he did it. Uh, where there's smoke, there's fire. Anyway, with that being said, adios muchachos. Thank you for listening. I rate this show five stars out of five. One of my favorite documentaries to come out of Netflix, as I said before. As always, thank you for listening and uh, see you soon. Adios, muchachos. Adios, niños. Adios. It's been fabulous hanging out with you. This has been Let's Talk Netflix. We were checking out the documentary Cocaine Cowboys, the Kings of Miami. We're talking about Sally, Sal, Magluder, and Augustos Falcon, a.k.a. Willie Falcon. As always, Salud, muchachos. Adios, amigos. Adios, arrivederci. As always, I'll leave the link in the description for my other podcast. And people always say, what is this other podcast? It's a sports podcast. It's about the English Premier League. And uh, it's from a Manchester United fan, this being me. So I give my opinion on what happened with the going ins and outs of the English Premier League transfers, rumors, games, everything that pertains to the English Premier League. Sometimes I even throw in a little bit about the, you know, the fantasy league of the English Champions League. Anyway, English, English Premier League, not English Champions League. Anyway, of course, we throw in the English champ the Champions League once in a while. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll hang out another time. I'll leave the link in the description for the English game podcast. Adios, muchachos. I know I said this earlier, but adios, 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 niños. I love you. I love you. I love you. Goodbye. Subscribe. Tell your friends all about us. Adios, muchachos. Adios.